I will say this. I know people who have been to art school and hate everybody in their class, you know? So you could spend all that money and then have beef with everybody, you know? So it, it, it's not necessarily a guarantee that you're going to like everybody that you're in there with. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. And today my guest is Daniel Young. Daniel, you're in San Francisco right now, right? Yes, I have lived in San Francisco for a bit over a year now. Oh, really? Where, where are you from originally? Because you went to We're... Cooper Union. We, we met through our friend Saskia Bailey, who's, uh, yeah. who I hope out. to have. Yeah, shout out. I hope to have her on the show pretty soon. And she took us. I'm not going to say where she took us because I don't know if like she's allowed. We, we allowed to. But she took us to all the all the local galleries over here because she she sells to collectors. And so like we got a behind the scenes look at some of the premier galleries out here in L.A. And that's how we met, which was really cool. And we were talking a little bit about uh, practice and stuff. But so you you went to Cooper Union. So you were in New York for a while. Where did you grow up originally? I grew up in Miami, same as you. That's right. right. I've forgotten that. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm think, I'm remembering Kendall. Yeah. Kendall. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm also okay. remembering that you didn't have much of a Miami experience because you got out of there as soon as you possibly could. You're like, as soon as you graduated, you went to Cooper, right? High school. Oh, you're saying, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a Miami experience in terms of um, nightlife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's it's funny. I'm from well now it's color bay growing up it was cutler ridge it became a city but um it's south of kendall but Mm. um i did miami afforded me a really beautiful um time growing up and really did lend itself to the arts i went to a magnet middle school and then from there i probably went to the best high school experience i could have honestly ever had at new worlds um, wait so the, is, the middle school was also a magnet was it a, a arts magnet it was an arts magnet um What's and it, what was it called I don't, I don't remember southwood that. southwood was southwood. an arts magnet okay yeah 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 we have it not only it also is just like a school for people who lived in that area yeah. but yeah like it um uh, like for me i applied and went there through that application like through that magnet program and then they also had performing arts as well yeah one of the things that we talked about was that we realized the generational gap between us was that i worked for fred snitzer and back when i was a kid first of all miami has two main like art schools the art yeah yeah yeah. they have dash design design and architecture school high Senior right. high, yeah, school. senior high, yeah. dash, and then the New World School. So there's a big, there's a gallery called Frederick Snitzer, and I worked there as an art handler. And when I was there, like the big thing that everybody at New World wanted to do was be represented by Snitzer, because I mean, like most of his, like, or a lot of his, uh, his roster of artists came from that program. But by then, he had probably, he it apparently had left. So like, that whole institutional element of it that I'm familiar with. Uh, yeah. is gone. What 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 was the big ambition for people that were at uh, at New World? Because I mean that is a pretty good school to like to start yeah. off with, right? Like I think didn't I feel like well, Louis Gisbert and then Bert uh, Bert Rodriguez, a lot of different like artists from Miami that have done pretty well went through there. Mm-hmm. And the like the program block itself was really impressive. It was like a 7.30 to 12 was academic, 
and then 12 to 340 was your arts. So that's three and a three and 40 minutes a day dedicated to your arts in high school, which is incredible within itself. Well, did you have like a, a studio practice once you were in the, like when you were in the school already? Yeah. Un unfortunately, the negative to that is there, it's a lot of kind of like uh, rigidity in a very like small field of what we're, of what we're looking to do. You mm. know, at your time you were saying, um, you like you had your thing that you were all aspiring towards, and for us, I, I didn't to go to on... New World. I just knew kids from there. So anyway, okay. so yeah, yeah, just to clarify, okay, understood. Where'd you go? Just I went to uh, Palmetto, Palmetto High School. Yeah, okay. So, so you were just completely like outside of this realm. Well, Did you I, find I'm, it I'm, interesting? I mean, I didn't like, really, I didn't really click with art until like I was in my twenties. So, so, gotcha. it, it, but, uh, but it's also crazy because you're you're pretty far from from uh, New World, right? Where's New World? Uh, yeah, I'm very far. New World is essentially in downtown Miami, like past. And Brickle, then you you were like, like a stop past Brickell. And and, and, and I was like, like around. I was like around Holmes. 80th. 80th. 180th, yeah. So if anyone knows what, what Miami, like if you're going down uh, the US one and you get down to 180th, like most people, yeah. do, that's like that's like how some people over here in California or in LA are like, I never go past the 405 and they live in like Culver yeah, City. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I like that though. Like um, it's nice to inhabit or just like be from like a, a, a nobody place you know yeah. like the, did the, you like in miami but we're like it's almost like not miami it's just like so removed i mean but, like, it, but it's 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 known i mean we talk about the cutler ridge and and, and uh, you know like that's not maybe like Okay, yeah, maybe I'm romanticizing it a little. No, I mean, it's like, it was boonies for sure, but it wasn't like, you know, like, it has a different connotation than like Redlands and Homestead, yeah. which I think were a little bit more right. like, more like uh, no. traditional Florida before the Cuban diaspora, to put it that way. Yeah. Um, you, but, uh, but what's it called? But it's crazy. So, so then uh, tell us about Cooper, your time in Cooper. Oh, I was going to say in high, like at New World Sorry. at during the time I was there, um, going to Cooper was essentially like considered like the big cheese goal. Like that was okay. like the next step. So, um, so that's what happened. And I went to New York and in, and like my time at Cooper was wonderful. The problem was probably more me than the school. I was just like kind of closing myself off and trying to almost like gain control of like how how like intense everything felt like there was just like like you know like moving to new york being very young having like a big goal and just trying to assert some sort of control by making things feel smaller if that makes sense what year what year did you graduate from there uh, this is your bfa right yeah 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 2015 2015 okay yeah so then that's like um new york is still kind of pre-covid bustling oh it's yes yes throat. i knew some people that lived out for there sure and like they were always broke <laughs> which was like hard to like i mean not that i was doing much better financially but like 
everybody everybody was just talking about how they were overdrafted and and all these things uh this was in 2010 so i can only imagine five years later it was ramping up yeah because like that was back when that's the, that's around the time where like new york or new york was starting to be only for rich people kind of it was the was the vibe that outsiders were getting did that did it feel like that because you were in manhattan right yes it did feel like that and actually very interestingly at that time um was when cooper with the the actual infrastructure that's built on it being like something that you do this home test and then you have free tuition you know like that's the beauty of it and it was during this time that that was um like being disrupted students were starting like actually a year after me i think students were having to pay a small tuition oh, instead wow. of free tuition and there were a lot of protests like actually uh like um like a ton of students like lived within the president's office during that time like as a form of protest yeah yeah well i and think i mm -hmm. oh something similar no, happened on, over on, here with the with the like it's just the trend of that kind of school because over here i think uh, for sure usc had the had that program that was like supposed that mm -hmm. that not only was free but it gave you a stipend and then there was like a generation where people just like where a whole class went on strike and and uh and left and i don't know i their rep hasn't i don't i don't hear people talking about usc the same way that they talk about like um ucla or you know, mm -hmm. or other places like that. So it's crazy how much damage that can kind of do to a reputation. I didn't know this about uh, yeah about Cooper. Did, but did it? Did none of this really affected you, or did it add to the turmoil of like being a student? This was in your this no, was the year the did. people the year after graduated you after you graduated or the the second no. years that were coming in. This was like uh, the second years exactly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like the year immediately behind me. So it almost felt like I had received kind of like this, like, just wonderful cutoff, you know, like, yeah, yeah, just out of like, and it's kind of true, like, there was no reason for it, no reason for timing. It just felt like that. Because that's what I was receiving on my end, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, and I think that's what all the students felt like. It's like, whoa, we're like, like, I can't believe we're at this at the line that things are changing, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. And that, like, and I feel bad. I mean, I, I like, it's just, it's just hard to, to be associated with these institutions as they change underneath you, you know, like, cause I, I wonder totally USC is how like a, a hugely famous program for like film and stuff like that. And if you go there, you're probably pretty set for life. But honestly, like the way that people in LA talk about USC as a school and as a program, first of all, there's no overlap anymore between my, like the people that I interact with and that group of people. I don't know if that, but like, I, I know that the, the perception and, and I should have someone from USC that has graduated recently to talk about this, but the perception, and that's not a diss to them, but the perception is that they're just kind of off in their own world, right? Like they're still getting opportunities, I would imagine, you know, because it's still mm -hmm. USC. But in terms of like cachet that it used to have, like going, I think it's the Royski or something like that. Like that school, mm -hmm. like I remember when I, like in 2013, when I was applying to schools, I was hyped up. And, and I was like, that was one of the places that I wanted to go because it was like, they give you money, you know, they, it's, and, and like, 
something is lost when that is no longer, you know, when, when they no longer sure. treat their students with the yeah. same level of prestige, then it just becomes another private school. Although I don't know how much tuition is to USC. I just, you like, you go to that campus and man, you, like the differences between that and, and uh, UCLA, like just mm -hmm. a, a collegiate experience in UCLA seems much nicer. There's more trees and like less similar. Right. Yeah. I guess on the East Coast, like Columbia would be that. They have a really beautiful campus also. I've never been to um, the campus you're referring to, but I yeah, can no, imagine. No I feel like, I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I don't have this like in-depth knowledge because you seem re you're really um, like, you know, everything about. Well, I just um, interview a lot of people on the West Coast. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm your yeah. like 200th person or like 197th or something yeah something well, really happy huh congratulations thank you thank you yeah that's coming out in i guess a couple of weeks i'm recording the 200th with my friend molly uh who's like known me from the beginning but the yeah we're recording that like the week that it comes out i think but um but thank you yeah it's i mean but yeah so like cool well, that, that's kind of why I'm fixated on the on the school side of the conversation, because you have a pretty interesting trajectory, right? Like you started really early on. Did you like, mm -hmm. but then you don't have an MFA yet, right? Uh, no, no, I we, do we, not. We were discussing about like what I thought the benefits of going to school versus the, so I might as well say it here because yeah. it might help other people. I say go where it's cheap and don't go where you're going to get into a lot of debt. But, uh, but so then like what happened if if it's not like two pointed a question what what happened yeah. Did you, do you feel like you lost steam because you've expressed to me that you kind of are trying to get back out there and you're also very well like acquainted you're acquainted with good quality people that i can like saskia i think is on my on the higher echelon of my uh rolodex yeah. of people in the art world right like like yeah she, she rocks she rocks and at cooper we like we were like super close. Like we. What I was gonna ask you: Did you did, after after Cooper Union? Did you feel like burnt out? Like you know, twenty fifteen to now, it's not that crazy of a stretch, right? But it it is also closer to like eight years that since Heck you've been yeah. pursu pursuing a career. Mm -hmm. So what I noticed is you came out the gate hitting pretty hard, right? You went to you you yeah. went to you went to high school, then you went to a. Uh, a really prestigious institution and then now you're now like i can relate to that like did, what happened did, did you feel burnt out after all that uh high intensity programming essentially um and it's it's a uh, it's a perfect segue because my uh a large part of my topic is taking a break you know like this idea of trying to jump back in after taking time and completely like removing myself. And yeah, so I will, it's a, it's a good story, but essentially like that whole time that I was pursuing it, I always uh, felt like, um, like I didn't, I guess I didn't know if I, if I like had it in me. Like I remember um, in middle school, my brother who's eight years older than me, he told my mom that he was kind of jealous of me because um, I knew I like knew so clearly like what I wanted to do. I had this thing that like um, that like in let's say in class 
are you frozen or are you? No, listening? no, no. I'm listening. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> okay. I'm just making sure. Um, okay. So, you know, like in class a, a t is something that a teacher could easily point out and say, okay, like that you're, you seem to be good at this or like whatever their idea of being good at it was, you know, cause there was one project where I was, I decidedly was like, I, I fucked up and I'm going to fuck it up more. And the teacher was like, oh, you did like, I, I don't know what happened to this one. And I, I really, I, I guess that was important to me because I remember it now. So, um, but then, so in the car, my mom was telling me this story and I felt this really big guilt because I was like, I don't even know if I can like do this. Like yeah. being an artist is so open-ended and I'm kind of a control freak in a lot of ways. So I was just like, so while I was going through like this, um, like New World and then going to Cooper and that's why I'm saying where I felt like wasn't taking advantage of it because um, I was like fighting my, I, essentially fighting myself. And until that point where I was like, I, I was imagining I just wouldn't be an artist. So when I was taking a break, I was kind of like, I'm just going to remove myself and again, like just make my world as like smaller, you know, yeah, take yeah. away that feeling of like open-ended ambition, art in itself, like take away this kind of like very uh, heavy role of, you know, like being someone who creates, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, and it's I, a, it can be burdensome. I, I, for sure, I think that, and I think those are things that like a lot of people feel, you know what I mean? which is um i mean i've definitely i've definitely talked to a lot of people that feel that way after but then you end up mm -hmm. gravitating back towards it i took 4 years off uh at, at like entirely and almost entirely gave up on the idea then i started doing stand up and, mm -hmm. and then i realized how miserable it was going to be to learn to do stand up and then i was like oh shit i should just go back to art because i just really what this is me it's just trying to be creative right it's a different medium yeah and then uh and then i started doing that and then i realized what i really wanted to do was podcast because i didn't want to stay in fucking i didn't want to go on the road and tour and mm -hmm. you know and bomb in the middle of like a restaurant in kentucky i just wanted to be creative so that's what got me back in but let me ask you something do you feel like being in these programs like new world because new world is pretty big deal right like it's not it's a there's a high demand to get in there it's not not everybody gets in so if you get in there like it's already got i see even more so than dash because dash is design and architecture whereas like like I, dash was all about fashion when i was in high school like the students there like had a specifically fashion edge you know yeah, but they're more they're like, more geared towards they were, that industry right like yeah well they had a fashion program and i also think that um just i think this is specific to the year not the school but um it it did like create my perception of them was like they they like um, were very interested in kind of like this a glamorous perception, yeah. And yeah. so I so they they're, definitely I would say they're more um, commercialized. We're cooler, like like the well, you're. I I don't know if this is the school or just like the class itself is that like the yeah. the time when well, I went I mean, there I've, and when they went there. 
I mean, in general, the output of people that go like the 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 people that go to Dash. Dash tends to be a much mm. more, or at least in my experience, much more like you would get if you studied photography. You would probably also have access to lighting equipment, whereas maybe in an art photography program at New World School, they might do. Yeah, I they, see what you're might, saying. They, you're they might do right. more natural light, and maybe the 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 the. the the photo flash equipment department is not so geared. It's maybe more stripped down. Maybe they have more cameras that are natural light yeah. or like more film cameras. You know what I mean? Stripped down. Yeah, stripped down is the word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, you're right. So, you're right. You're right. But but yeah. it's interesting, even even in that sense. I mean, because I think that like even at my age, when I hear someone went to New World, it stands out to me a little bit more than if you went to Dash, right? Dash Dash just seems more huh. trade schooly. I would say in the in the creative realm, right? Like where you're like like the, it's literally called the design and architecture. So interior design, you know, commercial uh, commercial creative outputs, as opposed to like even though you you know technically fine art is a market, right? And 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 like sure. that, like it it uh, it's more it falls under that trajectory. Like it's uh, basically, I would say the distinction is. New World was always perceived as the high art, right? I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And it's funny because um, I think I did want to go to New World just because they had a more directly fine arts program, which yeah. is what I was looking for. But I've never, like, I guess because I was a high schooler when I was presented these options, I never, like, really considered them from, like, like what they are so much, like, like you are like so eloquently I just kind of like was taking them on as like entities and then forming my kind of high yeah. school opinion and I think I may just carry that perception of them to this day you know I've never really well no wondered, I mean like but I I, I I was given two options you know like New World or Dash and like I don't know if um they were ever presented like that yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like fine artists, cause there are also, um, like, um, artists from my class, but who went to dash like, and then, but we knew each other and they also went to Cooper. So okay. they definitely, so they definitely were creating like worker, like we're interested in that field as well. Okay. Like so it was fair. pretty, yeah, it yeah. was pretty mud. It was pretty muddy at like, from what I remember, but I do think that like time changes schools a lot, you know? So then, yeah, yeah. So then, um, what, uh, what, what is your, like, uh, like what, how would you describe I, like stand up? Oh, oh, okay. What, go what, on, go what, on. Oh, wait, do you have a, a version of stand up that got you back into, like, do you have your, your analog to that, that got you back? Yeah. Into making art? Yeah. And I how thought, long did you I, stop making, how long did you stop making for? Uh, like eight years. Yeah. Oh, so you so since grad or since uh, uh, your BFA, was it was your BFA? Yeah. Did you have any particularly harsh teachers? Because that's what kind of fucked me up. Um. Honestly, no. I don't think so. I was just like so um, like sensitive in myself. Like I was just like like everything that like just like everything felt like unbearably impossible which is why I quite literally was like removed myself completely you know I was mm. 
Because during that eight years, I, I don't think I was, I wasn't using social media at the time either. Okay. So um, I was like pretty far removed, like yeah. um, as far as possible. And I was going to say like, um, like to your stand up, like that was the thing that you kind of like branched out and like um, acquired this knowledge and then came and then found your way back essentially. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, um, it was definitely um, being told by like a, a psychiatrist that I was autistic. And then I was like, and then once she told me that I was, everything kind of made sense. And I was able, and like literally just like having an ability to kind of just like like an ability to like just define like oh these this is where it's coming from and then it all disappeared and I was just able to re-enter back you know and continue my life which is kind of so crazy then, so then uh like uh so I I'm also neurodivergent I'm dyslexic so it's a little bit different but mm -hmm. I can kind of relate to the sort of the difficulties of like take or I would say I would describe it as late bloomerism on my end you know, because I don't think I would have had the the, yeah, the I'm definitely a late bloomer. Yeah. And um, of life. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm like barely competent at anything I do. <laughs> but uh, what's it called? This is all an illusion. <laughs> this is this is like me putting the things that I'm good at in front of you so that you think I'm good at everything. But I'm actually shit. Uh, so, OK, so then like. um like what, what 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 did I what was it like i mean eight years is a long time what is it like to have this knowledge in your back pocket and did you hang out you didn't hang out with artists i'm imagining right like you're you're were you, or were you hanging out with artists because that was what happened with me like i was just I was, like you I were? really wasn't i wasn't i wasn't really hanging out with that many people my husband actually got a job in argentina he -hmm. works in fashion so we moved to Argentina to Buenos Aires for like two and a half years, like up until COVID started, oh, which wow. is what prompted us to move back to the States. So I was also physically like very far removed, you know, mm -hmm. was there, but then uh, like what there was, there was no longing. Did they didn't manifest itself in like different frustrations. Did you have, like, did you get jealous of artists when you saw like so many, because oh, I used to get a, so yeah. triggered. <laughs> when that's a I really beautiful question. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally that. And I also, um, this is very, sh this is like a really random thing, but I think it does delve back into control was I just, um, I lifted weights a lot. Okay. <laughs> like I was, I was, I was like. The Miami my... is like, is still in there. <laughs> I think the gay in me is in there. I think it was semi more. I think from that's that. what kind but, of what um, I was. I think that Miami to me is a lot gayer than it is to you uh, because you you okay, left okay. in high school. You didn't go to. You weren't part of any nightclub <laughs> scene. But the but that's oh. that's I, what I meant was that <laughs> as well. Okay. 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 Then yeah, a hundred percent that. But um, it was also just a way that like kind of like art. Like every day, like I show up. Like I, I do it, I can um, be obsessed with it. And I've literally, I don't work out anymore. Mm. And you can probably tell, but 
um, I've essentially just taken all of that obsession and just put it back into its proper home, you know, which is my work, which feels um, really uh, expansive. I think what I hated so much about working out was that it like nothing new or surprising or like unexpected could come of it, you know, is so confined. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, it, but it does sound like the practice element is there, right? Like if you have a, a, yeah. a, a working out practice, there's a, there's a element to it where you're showing up and you're, you're yeah. doing like stuff like that. What kind of work do you make now? Like, uh, cause I mean, cause it, it's interesting to me, you have like a, th that, that eight year gap and then coming back into it and rediscovering that process must be fascinating because you have, uh, an education that some would say is enviable, right? Like, like people, like, you know, it on paper, you went to this really prestigious mm. Miami magnet program that probably is what opened the door, you know, typically the path would be like you go on to something next but i think it 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 illustrates a very valid thing which is like it almost sounds like to me like what you needed what you you had all the education but you didn't have the life experience and so maybe now yeah. it's it might be a little bit easier to work on stuff right that because you have more to say you've experienced life a little bit more that's one of the things that that was super frustrating to me coming out of, of grad school. Although I did graduate a little bit older. I was already 27 when I left, uh, or I didn't go to grad school. When I went my, to mm -hmm. my, when I graduated my BFA, I graduated in mm -hmm. 2007. So I was already 27. I was already a grown man. So I think that that might like, cause if you graduated in 2015, how old were you? Um, what would that be? Pretty like 23, 24, 23, right? right? Yeah. So then mm -hmm. like you hit a quarter life crisis right around then, right? Where I'm coming out of mine. Yeah. That may, yeah. That, so, that, so, that's lining up correctly. <laughs> so, so it makes sense to me that like, you know, despite having all this edu education, you might just be burnt out on the experience of, of making art, like, or maybe feel like you don't have anything to say. Like right now, the episode that I have up is with a woman who's like, mid-career has already had a mid-career retrospective and is having creative block you know so like that shit happens oh natasha yeah natasha caruana yeah, that happens yeah. at any mm -hmm. any level of your your development you know what i mean so yeah so it's 100%. interesting and i think so so then uh how have you been able to like get back into it unblock yourself uh are you are you making work that's related to the stuff that you were making when you were younger how how is I that think so Okay. It's it's just like a lot less uh confined um as essentially, but I think the ideas are still the same. They're just so much more fleshed out because I think even then like if you imagine like being that kind of like unsure, the work would definitely I or for me it definitely suffered as a result and it I was trying to restrain it. I didn't think I was had like the chops to be a painter. Because Cooper really was like emphasize like was like 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 they had a lot of opinions for sure about painting yeah. and like what it meant to be like a like a good painter. But I think I was more drawn to that than the sculpture program because I just didn't have like sh the shop vibe essentially. Yeah. So I was I had more of a painting vibe, but I didn't feel like I could 
do, but I didn't feel like I could do that. So I subverted it by doing silk screen and kind of presenting them as paintings because it literally gave me like control in this barrier. But you can imagine it was also very limiting and kind of absurd and ridiculous. Like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, the lengths I was going, like I would literally like, I like would take house paint and silk screen it on and like silk screen onto silk like freeform style and then like the um the actual image i would present would be on the other side because on, it would look so beautiful it would come through um like as this com completely compressed thing like i could do many layers and like on the other side they were all just given at the exact same moment that's how it felt like for the viewer you know yeah, like yeah, a zip yeah. file so um they had like a cool quality that i might come back to now that I think of it but they definitely it definitely like I don't know if you've ever done silkscreen but it can be quite like tedious like it like there's a lot of uh cleanup and stuff and not just cleanup but like a lot of like steps that you have to do between the yeah. creativity that really like just get in the way of like having a good time and like really being in it um so I think Basically, that was a really long way to say. I think the topics, like, are probably still very related. And I'm probably picking up essentially where I left off. I'm just, like, kind of removing those ideas of, like, oh, like, um, like, good painting or a bad painting as opposed to, like, is it satisfying me and my needs first as, like, a maker and without that, like, kind of, like, I let those kind of like rules that would like make it instant garbage. <laughs> well, when, when we were talking, uh, while we were going around the galleries, um, wh what's it called? Yeah. I was telling you that I was, that I kind of gave myself, I, 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 I alluded to the fact that I have a very, like, like I, I, I have a resistance to calling myself a painter because I have a very, uh, you know, masters renaissance -y kind of concept of like what makes an actual painter right whereas i'm just like like i was like i was making the comment that i was like oh i'm masking it's not really painting but you know you were you you like where do you fall on that you were making the point that well that's a very antiquated way of thinking did the program at cooper was it masterful painting because i know i knew some mm -hmm. painters it's it's pretty wide open they account for like conceptual painting and stuff it was it was not masterful in that sense it was like um it was but it was masterful in the sense that it required a lot of talent but it was more of like how um it was kind of falling more under the rules of what painting are today you know which is not so ingrained in technique yeah as much as like a cool like just like your conversation with the brush mm. like for, like I guess I I think for me my like I have my like it's funny that you're saying oh I I can't be a painter because renaissance exists I'm more of like I can't be a painter because um Dana Schutz Nicole Eisenman like um like Francis Bacon Lucian Freud like I'm ch I'm trying to just think off my head. There are so many incredible painters. Like they all mm. deserve shout outs. But I'm just thinking, well, I mean, I think those four have been shouted out. But you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like 
um, to me, the like, there are so many painters, like even when we were at the Hammer Museum, and I think it was like, um, what's his name? Like Kyle Kilty, maybe? I don't he, remember. He had, there were, he his paintings were so impressive. And I was just like, geez, like, like, it's just so, like, there, it's just so, I don't know, like, I guess painting holds that painting and sculpture actually, I think, but I feel comfortable with sculpture, but I think those two disciplines have a long history to contend with, you know, and yeah. that's essentially what it is. Do you like a really do, long history? No, for sure. Do you, um, do you, well, it becomes a tradition at some point. Right. And then that, that's kind of why I have, why a person like me has a hard time. I feel like, I feel like the people that, all right, I'll put it this way. I know I the end product is I'm making a painting, but the amount of time that I'm actually painting versus the amount of time that I'm taping, drawing and all of those other things, it makes me I you know oh. like like I and I and I understand I I understand like it's more like uh it's not for me it's not a matter of the art historical context like i don't want to it's not that i want to i don't want to offend academics it's more like if i see my homie and he's there and he's busting his ass on a painting <laughs> and spending hours and hours and hours on it and i'm just doing it like a hobbyist it makes me feel weird to be like <laughs> we're the same friend mm. you know <laughs> but but yes. but i get i but i but in the in the in the art historical context, I also resist the term painter because I think that I'm just an artist that's painting right now. You know, I don't have and necessarily like painting just suits what I'm doing right now, which kind of fits into the conceptual artist uh, mo modality. Understood. You, you're you're doing uh, so like what what uh, what what are you doing thematically? What are you doing motif wise? What what are we? Yeah, pursuing? I should say actually that I specifically present myself as a sculptor who makes paintings, but yeah. the sculptures I think holds kind of like, uh, like are like are the epicenter, you know, like they're kind of like the, the real heart of the work and the paintings kind of like come from them quite mm -hmm. literally because I essentially just you, I use the sculptures as a, essentially still lives you know like i i paint them i in mm. kind of like a very romantic and like just like a almost a dumb romantic way you know i just like um paint them and it's nice like because Carol it's so and that kind of, like romantic how oh yeah yeah like definitely well kind of like in a theatrical way like with a nice spotlight maybe oh, okay. like maybe i'll maybe i'll add like another like like an like a object or something just really enjoy the light and color play mm. and like also like i guess because a lot of my sculptures are quite like um figurative or quite character driven it's kind of like just like you know painting a friend but also like someone who i don't have who i don't have to like contend with like i'm still alone and i can just be alone you know mm. wait so you're drawing from you're painting from reference or what oh uh, painting from life you're painting from life so you have people life. come in and, and sit for you 
No, no, no. That's what I'm saying is I'm, I'm not painting. I would never want to paint someone who comes in and sits for me. I okay. only paint my characters, which are sculptures. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no, I I'm think because they, yeah. it's essentially the idea that because they have faces, like, like it's, it feels a lot more emotive than painting maybe a sculpture that is like a minimalist sculpture or something, you know, like there's a lot of like human personality to feel like to interact with, if that makes yeah. sense. Well, how, how, how would you describe um, basically like, is there, like in 2015, was there a philosophy that you feel you took away in terms of like going to a program like Cooper? Because I, I, it, it is one of those mythical places, right? And it, it's interesting. I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, like there are schools out here in the West Coast that have like, uh, they have like, how, I, I mean, I, it sounds like I'm doing it and saying it as a pejorative, but they're dogmatic in a certain way, right? Like they're like, uh, like for example, Cal Arts is very is is conceptual and not object based, right? Whereas, and then if you listen mm. to the people from Cal Arts, they'll say that the people at UCLA are very product object based the, uh, art market mm. materials, you know, uh, um, what. Um. How would you describe your your education going through? Like, what is you and and do you have any resistance to that? Like, because you know that that's always an interplay between what you learn versus what you actually take away from something. Hello, I can't hear you. There, I hear you. I don't know what happened. Sorry. It's all good. So, uh, so yeah. Do you do you remember the question? Did you hear it? Mm, I think half. Okay. Essentially, so, like, oh, well, go like, on, go on. So, like, what, what, you know, the d different programs have different, uh, different Understood. Like, attitudes. But then the question is, what is the attitude, and what what did you take, and what did you resist in the attitudes at Cooper Union? Because you said. Uh, New World School of the Art w was was much more rigid, right? But then it sounds like when you got to Cooper, it was a little bit more wide open. And... It was very wide open, yeah. So then, like, what would you say Cooper's, like, um, MO is? You know, like, for someone that, or at least in 2015, what is their reputation? Because I've met painters, like, in Florida, I met a lot more people from Cooper, right? Because they're on the East Coast. But I met painters, I met a bunch of people, and they they're um it's not like a program like mica you know mica is a very painterly program in the sense that like like uh it's almost it, it feels like very heavily plein air inspired you you know like they're the, like the not not that everybody that makes work there is not um is not ma working with conceptual stuff but you can kind of spot mica painters i feel like you know, they tend to use a similar color palette, especially while they're in Baltimore, the Baltimore Brown, you know, like, is, mm. is, is there, is there like, what are the things that people would say like about Cooper? It's hard to say. Do the people in MICA know about these MICA-isms? 
I think that or, they're the you ones know what who I'm told saying? you. No, they, they oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Barry Nemet. Barry okay, uh, Barry Nemet used to oh, teach I see and, what he came, and he came and he talked about it. I I don't know how accurate it is that it's mostly plein air, but they're very much painting from life, right? Like that it's uh or at least back in two thousand and what, 22 or 2002? I see what you're saying. Cooper was the opposite. Everyone was in their, in their like little white cubicle and everything was essentially supposed to be coming like to you either, like you might have reference images in like a, in a Francis Bacon-y way, like a strewn that you like pick up and you're like, ah, yes, this, this gem. But, um, but in general, it was this, it was definitely the feeling that um you were in your white little cube and like you just like from your mind like would create whatever it was and it wasn't like a conceptual practice at, at all it was it was like um I don't know that's that's essentially just kind of the the framework that or that's what i took away from it and i definitely can't do that like that's not yeah that's, yeah. that's no, not that how sounds... i flesh out like ideas and stuff that's i think that could come to some people for sure but certainly not i <laughs> yeah so then uh what what kind of stuff were you working at the time and did you did you find it more did the fact that that modality was present make it more difficult for you to I think I think ultimately it went back to this like idea like um that sculpture is where I best flesh out um what I'm working with and it's honestly what like my strength like I feel like uh um like if I have any natural gifts, let's say they really shine through in my sculpture, I believe personally. So um, it, it was just hard because what sculpture was there, like if that's what painting was, sculpture was like you're in the wood shop, like, um, like you're going to Home Depot and you're kind of making things that have a very like not – fun or finished aesthetic very void of color in my opinion mm -hmm. i could be someone else could have a totally different experience i'm asking about your experience you know okay, like, okay, i'm okay. sure what i said about micah people will take exception with and i because i'm i really only talked to one professor and i got my impression of that gotcha. of, of him from the stories but and then also i was in florence so it was like he was there as a as a visiting professor so of course he was going to emphasize the the plein air stuff and whatnot and he used to love to sketch out in the world you know mm -hmm. but um but it's interesting like it it um it's just interesting like it sounds like what you ended up were you doing did you end up doing sculpture while you were there i did no i only did one class and that you did because it, it sounds like yeah. ultimately ultimately the way you're you like or it sounds like you were made to work in a modality that wasn't comfortable for you which is not comfortable for me either i'm not good at painting yeah. my imagination uh, I, I'm better with, with uh, references. I mean, I guess you mm -hmm. could say right now what I'm doing is imagination, but it's not really because it's like geometric formulation, right? Yeah, so I'm, yeah. not, I'm like, I'm, I'm using a set of rules and, and, and almost sculpting with those rules, the shape of what I want to paint. Right. But yeah, 
it's, I, it's looked, I looked at your Instagram, so I'm familiar with what you're talking about, if that is what you're talking about. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is that it's interesting that you're that you that you found a way that now you're you're sculpting, but you're painting the sculpture. So it's still coming from your imagination, maybe. Or are you sculpting from real life? Oh, no, no. The sculptures are completely imaginative. For sure. So that's like, interesting. So you put a step in between that for your painting. <laughs> Have you ever think, thought of that? Yes. And I do kind of want to expand on that kind of like realm. And I, oh, I feel like it was you that was saying this. Oh, yes. That the history of sculpture is longer than painting because sculpture is inherently like it takes away a step which is illusion you know it works yeah. with real space so they're real so it's like uh less for the mind to contend with essentially perhaps that was what you were trying to say essentially well, no, yeah, yeah it's well what i was saying is that uh that sculpture was far ahead of painting in the renaissance for a long mm -hmm. time and then it wasn't until giotto started painting uh in his style that painting really started to look painterly and sculptural the way three-dimensional and volumetric the way that it is because of that illusion right, instinct, right? like and then in yeah. fact the camera the camera definitely helped a lot right not the not the not the film camera but the camera obscura like it's yeah. literally if you if you get into like perspective drawing and the technicalities of it you realize that like basically a perspective drawing is like what a projection of light in a camera looks like on a flat surface mm -hmm. Like if you, mm -hmm. you know, if you do three point perspective or one point perspective or all of that, that's where that kind of uh, comes into real prominence. But it's, it, 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 so it's interesting. I mean, yeah, it is, it is the, I think it is, it's one of the advantages and when one of the, the drawbacks is that it requires space. So if you can't afford storage, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> I know you're you're right and i'm looking around like that's like because walls do start to move in and it's like how'd that happen and like things start to stack and yeah. but i mean ultimately i kind of am just like i'm like i like the desire to make more outweighs that f stress of like essentially like building Mm -hmm. all like all these impractical things <laughs> honestly yeah, yeah that's what I it mean, cut, boils down to i've stopped making sculpture specifically because of that but uh let me ask you something you you it's, a, you, it's very fair you are uh like a lot of so we were talking about what you were thinking if you don't mind me talking about this publicly, but um, what what you were thinking about like career wise and what you're gonna do next? So you 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 mentioned you had two options. One was to go to grad school, which like I already told you, we already talked about earlier in the show what I told you, which was that it's a good idea if you go somewhere affordable. Like for example, your Cooper Union education is fu is fucking unheard of nowadays and amazing. So congratulations on getting that right. Like, um, but. Like what, what, uh, what are the paths that you see for yourself? Because, and are those mm -hmm. things that you're looking into now, or are these things that you know, you've known you could have done all these eight years, you just haven't really wanted to until now? Um, I think if at that time I had like the, like, like, I think I could have done them. 
You know what I mean? You, were I you aware of them is more the question. Not could, not, not, oh. not could, were like, were you aware oh, of Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you were literally just like burnt out. Fuck this. I'm, I can't, I don't want to think about art. Well, during, you did four um, years, bro. That's four, or eight years. You did four years of high school and four like that. Yeah. You know, that's like more than most people. Most people get six years of education. But I should add, they're they're pro. Le, Cooper was like, I don't have like horrid memories of like this is what burnt me out. Yeah. I should say more so, um, and it it's like it's it was really like myself i don't know if burnt out is quite the right word as much as like um it just wasn't like the i don't know it just wasn't the time you yeah. know it, i'm not sure how to say it but anyway i went uh on like um for pre-college to that like norfolk connecticut for like the yale like uh pre-summer program mm -hmm. and um unfortunately i was in a pretty bad state I think I was very like in kind of being in such a high pressure performance environment um I I completely just like raveled essentially um so I would say if there was any uh like experience that was like oh that was something that like I had to like step back from it was probably more so that so that was like your that was for an mfa that was like pre-mfa at yale it was it was literally just like a summer program like a six-week summer program they select two students from each um like from like uh i guess a number of like reputable arts colleges and it, i think it's essentially just a way for them to like like see promising students that perhaps will continue on to Yale. you know yeah. i did not i did not impart the viewpoint of promising young students uh anyone <laughs> <laughs> oh that's not the vibe you were you were giving but i mean Unfor that's... unfortunately not yeah yeah well i mean i'll say this like because i i pretty much it's out in the open anyway but i spent like most of my time in college struggling with mental illness right like i was i was i was it was so obvious that i was in a bad place for me personally mm -hmm. this is not tying it to what you were talking about but uh that like other students knew you know that like i was like depressed like it was not it was it, i could feel people could tell because i would just say shit and it would just reflect my worldview and my hope mm. and my or my hopelessness and my doom and and all of that and so for a long time it just took me a lot of work to just feel right like i feel like i had to especially in those four years between school because i i literally started taking meds again when i started like uh doing a show or i i started going back to therapy and taking care of all of those things in a in a meaningful way i had tried for a long time to go without medicine try to you know level myself off but mental health is like it's almost like how are you going to make art you know if you're mm -hmm. if you're not if you're not in a place where so like if you're unraveling even if it's not to the depths that i was at you know where like 
someone like that like my little sister literally intervened and was like hey you need to go to see a therapist uh and mm. and like you know and and i took you know basically like made sure that i was okay and and i think that that's one of the things that like is not necessarily so much talked about right like obviously you're not gonna they, they don't want somebody like if i ended up at that U, U, ucla program or at, at yale program and they were looking for promising young people they would not have seen it you mm -hmm. know either but but it's just one of those things i think it kind of comes hand in hand with being an artist right like a lot of my people yeah and so and that, for sure go on go on sorry no so so basically i guess the point that i'm making is that like you know it can be really easy to just be hard on yourself because you're an artist but you're not making art but like i just realized at one point like you're an artist and you're either happy or you're not and you got to take care of those things before you can actually produce anything meaningful right like part of art is communication and if all i'm doing is painting like how much i want to die and stuff like that like it might resonate with some people but i don't think it's mm -hmm. like you know it's not necessarily a message i want to put out there right so like for example during covid i was very angry about everything because i was just like by myself drinking too much and all of that stuff i couldn't do the fucking show I, there's no mm -hmm. way i could have taken interest in people and interviewed you know so i would say it's really interesting like i think that this is like a common uh journey for people and like totally figuring out that your neurodivergent is an important thing because then it like i you know luckily i had i i knew it from a young age that i was dyslexic so from a young mm -hmm. age i've been told how to like cope and all of those things but mm -hmm. I still had a problem with it, you know. So anyway, man, I'm I'm excited for for what you got going. So you are you are where are you leaning? Are you leaning towards uh, doing um, uh, group shows? Going? Are you looking at grad schools? What? Where are you at right now? I absolutely am interested. I would say I would say because I was out like a lot of like if you were saying you were feeling a lot of depression mine was actually more social anxiety i'm just very high like wired anxiety was anxiety wise and so um like at the time like i was they like they like i tried wellbutrin and it actually just made my anxiety worse so i was just yeah, like yeah. geez like um so then they so once it was like oh like the autistic and you're probably like just very anxious all the time the lexapro is what i started taking and that really just helped take away my fight or flight enough to just like uh it's amazing be right? in it like to be in social situations with and still feel yeah still feel but like um not have to literally remove myself which is kind of what i would do in the past like just full removal you know yeah no yeah. and i relate to that people are surprised i i i was telling saskia saskia surprised i'm a loner like i do this podcast and i'm i know a lot of people but like the close friends that i talk to are like a very small handful you know it, mm -hmm. it, it it's uh especially because a lot of the people that i'm meeting i'm meeting through this right so yeah mm -hmm. i'm friends with people but we're also colleagues and that like you know for example we're we're like we're friendly but we're also colleagues right so i'm not going to burden you with anything 
that I wouldn't say on the podcast about my mental health, but I wouldn't call you and be like, yeah. Hey man, I'm feeling sad. You know, like the, 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 the number of people that you do that with is so limited, right? It's so true. Yeah. yeah. And then but, go ahead. Okay. So, so to continue the segue, like, um, or to continue the conversation. So then where I'm at now, it's like, okay, like, how do I jump back in and kind of like, glaze over this eight year period because the art world very much is like about like a like a, a full a very like a constant continuation you know of actions yeah. they're really I guess that's true for any type of career like gaps are just off-putting to people you know yeah, yeah. which is which is I guess fair in some points and unfair in others and but sure. I would I would I would say that mm -hmm. since I've been doing the podcast uh, I also don't have an MFA. I decided I didn't need one because I came up with this and it's a pretty good substitute for, for, for now in terms of like networking, bam, in terms of like, you know, Oh heck yeah. You know? And so, so, but, mm -hmm. but I would say that like, it's, it's, um, it's no, most people don't give a shit, you know, like, most mm. most people are not are honestly not gonna like you're on my podcast i don't give a shit that you like we're literally talking about the eight-year gap and it's a normal thing you know like like yeah. i know i know the context within which you're speaking but i also know you're coming out of a you were on the yale track <laughs> which is a different mm. like the art world has room for everybody you know and like mm -hmm. and there's spaces for you there's entry-level spot stuff and then like i don't think i think that if you make work and people like it they're gonna show it and they're not gonna be like oh you haven't done anything in eight years you know like i haven't yeah. i haven't shown consistently in a long time but people still hit me up for like to like for stuff randomly you know and it and it's mm -hmm. it's more it's more it's literally more about who you know so yeah <laughs> get to socializing you know it would be my advice for sure and then and that's why you know for someone that's been out of the game for like eight years if you go to an affordable art school and that makes you feel like it's more easy to to like network that way like i think that that makes sense you know i just wouldn't do it for like crazy money but like you know if yeah. you're in the if you're in the in the state school not even uc level but like you, you know if you go to like uh uh Cal State Long Beach or something that's not UC mm -hmm. is still going to be cheaper than a UC and you could do that for pretty cheap, you know? And then that yeah. way you have that that way you have a network. Now, I will say this. I know people who have been to art school and hate everybody in their class, you know? So, you could spend oh, all that money and then have beef with everybody, you know? So, it, it you, it's not necessarily a guarantee that you're going to like everybody that you're in there with. But in that context, I think it might be easier. Right. But I also think if you start submitting, if you start to, to submit to group shows, right, depending on yeah. what group show it is. But if you're like, you know, submitting to stuff in artist run spaces, you build your resume with that. And then that, then you fill your gaps with that. And then now you get start getting mm -hmm. into bigger group shows. No one notices people, you know, like, that's the thing about your eight year gap, right? Like when you put stuff in your resume for your professional resume, if someone puts something from like 10 years ago, like it's almost like, fuck you. <laughs> Unless you work 10 years at one place and I want to know what you did yeah. before that, you know, like, it's not like no one's looking that far back to see like, 
to see that you had, you know, did you hold a job this the, for the last two years? Okay, that matters to me more than that eight-year mm -hmm. gap, right? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it makes very much plenty of sense. I mean, I I'm just saying, like, just go for it. You know, like seriously, yeah. there's there's no there, like like I know. I, all I all, all I'm saying is that I hear what you're saying and I and I know that mechanism, but like also, just submit. You know who knows who knows like if if they fucking if you get reject you probably will get rejected for other reasons than your eight year mm -hmm. gap. You know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So yeah, and. So, and anyway, yeah, I'm in. I'm saying you're an artist, and you are welcome here because I've talked to you. You know your shit. You're very well versed in your mm. in your art stuff. So, so uh, I, I whatever self proclaimed authority I have in this art space, I I'm using it to declare that like you should not worry about that. You know, you, thank you, you. Yeah, you like you will find that people want to meet people. People want to show people. You know, like curators need need work to show. You know? Yeah. Mm hmm that's uh that's a really beautiful and simple like way to like look at things you know what i mean and i'm not saying it's wrong like it it, it i do think it's that no easy, no no. i didn't think you, know? you were. Yeah. i really do yeah but and, but 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 yeah man i i, I would say that you're mm -hmm. probably good to go to grad school you're probably good to do all of those those are all good plans to get back into the game the main thing is going mm -hmm. you know like like find a spot where you like the people and, and keep showing up there. And like, you know, I'm basically just thinking of all the advice that I could give anybody that's listening to. I'm not just like yeah. unloading advice on you, but like, you know, find a spot that is warm to you that likes to see you and just keep going there and saying hi, because they want people to show up to their shows. It's really that simple, you know, like, no, for I, sure. I know mm -hmm. people that, I, you know, I, like, uh, I know, I don't know if I can, if I can talk about other people's relationships, but I know that Rashid Buhamidi knows last project for years and years and years. Cause he just shows up, you know, and like mm -hmm. they're friends and they show him, you know, like, well, yeah. And that's another subject that um, is very tied is I'm in San Francisco. So it's like such a limited scene here is compared it? to, Mm -hmm. very well, then limited come down man <laughs> well that's the thing is like there's a difference between like going somewhere frequently and living there you know what i mean so like there's is, like a casualness is there is there uh like your your husband's tied to san francisco yeah he works yeah. um yeah, yeah yeah he works for banana republic but there's, there's, Fun you know fact. what? Actually, I, I have a homie, Josh, who just opened up a space. Uh, I'll hit you up. I'll, I'll, I'll put you in contact with him. There's a, there's a new space over there. They just did a show called Dude's, Dude, Where's My Art School, which is uh, a, a, an alumni show for that San Francisco Art Institute. Art Institute of San Francisco that's closed down. So all these people that went there are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. they just did a group show of all those people. There's oh. stuff going on there, but like, it's cool. just you, maybe you know more than me. I'm, yeah, no, I'm I mean, I, I, I do this, and hopefully for a living. In the, in the next couple of years, I'll get there. But no, I mean, this is like, this is my. This is my superpower is connecting people, you know, or this Incredible. is the privilege that I have. So, but yeah, like there's, there's cool stuff. I'll, I'll get you in contact with them. Cause it's like, it really is just that simple. You just go. And I know, mm -hmm. and I, and I feel like, I feel like I want to encourage you because you've mentioned that you have the social anxiety, but like, 
It really is. You know, like, like I know there's 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 people they want to socialize and then it gets weird sometimes, you know, because these artist run spaces are not always artists run in the best way and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But you get to know people and you get to know people. Don't I would I would discourage you from joining a collective because you're you're really only going to interact with the people that you are in your collective. It's not going to open up your world much more. You're much better suited going around, you know. Yeah, But, I've heard that. Mm -hmm. but uh, any anything that you want to uh, end on before, uh, so that it doesn't just end with me like unloading uh, advice on you. Uh, I mean, I am also ten years older, so I don't feel too guilty. <laughs> like No, you, I love it. I love it, and I appreciate it. Um, but but I you. and I. I definitely But don't want to demean the idea that San Francisco has no scene and, no, no, yeah, you know, you just don't know where to start. Like I well, didn't. I've, I've been to, no, I, I, I don't know what you were referring to, but I do know like a specific selection of galleries that I do go to consistently. Part Yeah. two is in Oakland and I enjoy them a lot. It's, it's just in comparison to LA, It's just Yeah. much smaller, essentially. Yeah. Like Yeah. it's it like the idea of LA and New York almost being like this, like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I have to go to things all the time. Like there's so much happening. I can't even keep up. Like in San Francisco, it's very much like I can keep up. Like there is like a healthy amount of things happening. But it wasn't like that ten years <laughs> ago here. really? Yeah, yeah, In yeah. San Francisco? No, in L.A. In L.A., Oh, in LA. it was it, L.A. I mean, if you remember the the Pacific Coast time thing, like that was that was like uh, or Pacific Standard Time uh, was a series Mm of shows that they had out here, I think, in like 2012 ish. And they were basically just like. It was like California or L.A. asserting itself as an art town. And it really is since then that I -hmm. think Yeah. because it's not look, it's only the last few years that the the big fives have started to like really come over here, you know, or not. I mean, Hauser and Worth has had a space here, but there's all the I forget which one it is that just uh, moved out here. Uh, Mario was talking about it, Mario Vasquez. But basically, like, you know, I think. you you never really know you know and 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 uh and small scenes are cool i would say that Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. i would be like you know if detroit has a scene which i've talked to a bunch of people over there like you can you can you can end up at the forefront of a scene you know in a small pond big fish in a small pond you know like whereas i've been doing this for a Oh, while for sure. i got a long way before i'm anywhere near a big fish you know and i'm lapping fishes but you know what i'm saying like it's like Totally. uh The the sea and and it's more about having people that are like minded than than necessarily showing opportunities. I think at this point, you know what I mean, because you can Mm-hmm. always Yeah. you can always show, uh, do group shows outside of uh, San Francisco. Of course. And maybe that's a good thing to end on, just like um is the fact that yeah, let that San Francisco really has it's funny because I was at a show actually, and San Francisco is an expensive place, you know. Yeah. It's not a place that um is necessarily similar to New York and LA. Like it's not necessarily easy to make in such living in such expensive places. But um, I've just like naturally been afforded the ability to through like um, 
through essentially like um like where I work because mm -hmm. I work like for like a school like an art school so I'm able to use the facilities so in that sense like I I do feel so and I've made such like good friends here that mm -hmm. are artists and um really like um like have do have like like I just respect their their values and like what they're doing and um so yes I think you're totally yeah. right like it's great to like most importantly it's great to find a place where you just like feel like you can yeah. thrive and like exist and, enjoyably and these scenes, LA and San Francisco are so tied. I just went to a show, uh, Liz, sure. uh, Liz, Liz Walsh's show, who's mm -hmm. also recently, her episode just came out. Uh, mm -hmm. She had a show where it was like all of her friends from San Francisco. So life is long too. You got another decade to catch up to my decrepit. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's like a, that's like a good thing that I've, I've learned through my 30 years is that, um, is that like it's it really is a like a slow build you know yeah. like they if the saying is like it's not a sprint it's a marathon that is truly the truth like you do not i do not have to get ahead of myself yeah because then no, i've i lose track of like the good decisions you know yeah yeah like, Dude, that are you're, in, front you're of in a really good position i i would i would say the eight years is just eight years of experience and and go through without any insecurities. And I say this because I had insecurities when I started doing the show. I thought I needed an MFA. I felt I wasn't smart enough. I literally did this so that people would listen to me, you know, <laughs> like so that my voice would matter instead of like, you know, it's so smart. Well, but, sure. but I'm saying like you also you are also well acquainted with one of the fucking heaviest hitters that I know in the scene, you know, like Saskia is not mm. a lightweight. Saskia is. No, like, I know. She's punching. And, she's punching above pretty much everybody that I know. You know, I'm very, very fortunate because Saskia has been a supporter of me as an artist since day one. And Shout I, and, and same for me. That's exactly how I feel about Saskia myself. But like, yo, she is. She is. She is one of the smartest, one of the wisest people. And you and I are gonna be okay because we know her. And she, like. I feel like she comes back and she's like, oh, hey, guys that that knew me when I was poor <laughs> before I was making money moves, you know, but like she knows the scene in ways that nobody that I know, like I, I know artists that would love to have her insights. I, w I would look, I, you, you know, the fact that she took us to all those spaces, you know, and, and really those totally. are like, that took us to all those spaces, I introduced know. us to all those directors, you know, gallery directors of spaces, like anyone would be jealous of the access that we had that day. And, and, you know, and that, that I think speaks to who you are as an artist, who you are as a person. And if you're good, if you're an interesting person, you've got interesting things to say. So I don't know, man, I would not, I, I, I know you're not as, I'm sorry that we got bogged down on like life advice and, and I hope it doesn't end up no. playing out as condescending, but I really like you as a person. I like the person that introduced us. I liked hanging out with you. I see what you're talking about with the neurodivergence stuff, but like we had a pretty reasonable time interacting like so it seems like i i it's i'm I've, i feel like a kindred spirit because i've also had to deal with like my limitations due to like um uh, mental you know just needing mm -hmm. therapy and stuff you know but 
the art world loves you, bro. Come out. Yeah. We need you. We need you. Start a podcast and then I'll 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 ride your coattails once you get bigger than me. <laughs> that well, that being said, I should say I am um I and in another way that I'm being supported is that I've been like so the school I'm at, the director of sculpture has like offered me a space to just like show work. It's a great nice. space. It's wonderful. And um that is happening November 16th. So So you I'm, have a show coming up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. And Congratulations. I, thanks. I mean, it's honest. Um, I've been like bringing the work to together and then working with like a really good friend, Mac, who I've met like through work. But again, it's like just like uh, feels like San Francisco just having like community that I really yeah, feel yeah. kindred with. But um, so she's been helping me like curate and stuff. And I feel really great about it, like really excited. Wait, mm -hmm. so maybe I should be hitting up you for for opportunities to show are you curating at that space or are you showing or, or is this a show for you no this is um this is like a solo show of mine okay 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 like this you said curate so you're curating your oh. own show yeah yeah no 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 she is she's, okay, she's curating, curating your show cool where's uh where's yeah. the space uh what's the we, we should just do plugs at this point uh what yeah uh, heck yeah <laughs> what, what so what's the space when when is it november 16th you said yeah um it's it's a pop-up event essentially okay um so the gallery isn't like a like a long-term gallery i'm just it's it is for this show essentially okay. but um it's called 211 gallery which is the room number of it but um the address is 2801 Levenworth, which is the okay. cannery Mm -hmm. All right, cool. And then, and uh, do you have a title for the show yet? I do. It's kind of a mouthful. It's winners, losers, and life after it all. <laughs> okay. It's yeah. it's not too bad. <laughs> I've heard worse. Yeah. I've written worse titles for this show. <laughs> oh, well, actually, I was going through your titles and I was like, um, I was like, um, you also like to do like the thing comma thing and yeah, three one thing. more thing yeah the it's, three uh, things it's for thing. seo it's for search engine optimization so uh, that... i wasn't i was trying to make like an autobiographical title that had kind of this cheesy like overarchingness to it but yeah, i'm yeah. glad to know i'm also <laughs> seo ready <laughs> yeah a lot yeah. of shows a lot of shows i think have like very sh have very like um like like shorter punchier titles you know yeah, like yeah, a really punchy term. I think that like ultimately titles tend to be very difficult, and I don't know. It's it's I, I I'm trying to think of like the last show title. Uh, what was it? There was one that I really liked, but typically, I'm like, okay, you know, they're just descriptive. I've seen some titles where I'm like, I'm not going to that show. <laughs> <laughs> I try not. I I don't. I was I was talking to Mac about this, um, my friend, and I was like, I don't know if titles really like mean anything to most people. They're more of just like a, a place like yeah, yeah. I mean, they can't. That's not to say a title can be super like on point for sure. Yeah. 
but it's you know it's not a necessity of the work i suppose no but, for sure, i mean for i sure. i guess every story needs a title you know what i mean <laughs> except the untitled ones um well, cool, man it's been great talking to you i definitely yeah. uh, I, I definitely want to come visit san francisco now and see see what the the scene is like once you've gotten a little bit more yeah in. Uh, i'll show but, you around yeah for sure i'll show you, you what i i'll show you what i know at this moment yeah yeah you and the more you go the more you know uh mm -hmm. cool so then can we plug your instagram what's your instagram yeah it is at dan rich young dan rich young uh, and then yeah. your uh your your website do you have one or no it's okay mm -hmm. most some people don't oh do i do i do okay cool. yeah and what is that uh it's my name, danielyoungart.com. Easy. Danielyoungart.com. Yeah, the only thing, the reason I spell out young is because a lot of people assume that if you just drop the O, that's how you spell it. But there oh. is, in fact, there is an O. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Like a young person, right? Like, yeah, spell, like the young, like the younger young. Daniel in the village. Yes, that's <laughs> Daniel me. Young. Yeah. There's uh, Daniel Young and there's Daniel Old. I'm Daniel Young. <laughs> Daniel Old is your father. <laughs> um oh, yeah yeah <laughs> that's how they should do it instead of junior senior and third they should be like old old or old young tiny um <laughs> cool so all right well then uh we'll be back uh thank you for guys for checking in we'll be back next week with another guest with another topic that may or may not be art related uh thank you for watching all right let me uh stop recording say mm -hmm. goodbye hold on uh uh uh